ho, ho. Hold it right there. It's Santa here. I knew it was you. I could smell you. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas. Maybe I'm off my hinges, but I believe you. That's why I'm going to let you go. I'm going to give you to the count of three to get your lousy, lion, low-down, four-flushing carcass out my door. One, two... Three. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Oh, ho, Halt Nation USA. It's your holiday programming. <laughs> Part one. Part one. I had to. I had to slip into the Yinzer accent to <laughs> bridge the gap between ho and hop. It just, otherwise it comes out Hope Nation. <laughs> hope Nation. Hope Nation, USA. The nation needs a little hope these days. Yeah. Yes, we're here with our holiday programming. It's called The 12 Guests of Christmas. And between two weeks, we're going to have exactly that, 12 guests on. We're revisiting, like the ghost of Christmas past, many of our favorite guests that we've had over the years. So, and hopefully they'll talk about their ghost of Christmas future. Yes. And as you heard, my co-host Adam is here with me along for of the ride. Course. As always. Yes. And I'm Steve. And this is your holiday programming. Have you got W-E-S-A. it yet? W-E-S-A. <laughs> W-E-S-A. <laughs> Have you got it yet? I'm, <laughs> I'm Paige Larkin Jacobs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not part of the BBC. (laughs) (laughs) One day we'll be there. Although, yes, hearing me doing a report on the BBC would be pretty dope. (laughs) Unfortunately for us, it would be the Baldwin Broadcasting Company. (laughs) They're calling it the Pierogi Massacre. (laughs) (laughs) Potatoes and onions as far as the eye could see. You would not believe the amount of cheddar wasted in the streets. (laughs) (laughs) The tears are flowing into the stiller jerseys. (laughs) They've flowed into the confluence. Sad day for all. Yes. So before we move into our first guests of the evening, let's get into our first beers of the evening. Yes, let's. Yes. Uh, Do you want to go first, Adam? Sure, I'll go first. Okay. Uh, and this is uh, a continuation from the theme that I had last week of since we're about to get into 2021, it's time to start getting a little bit of, you know, happier beers, uh-huh. lighter beers. So I got a, uh, an offering here from Four Points, the good people of Four Points, and this is their Hefeweizen. Ah. It's a, honestly, you know what? I really like this can art. It's yeah, simple, I liked it too. Yeah. But it's very effective. I really like it. There's not there's not too many like breweries outside of uh, Burial that I just like their can art really grabs me, but I really like the minimalist designs on mm-hmm. uh, on Four Points. Yeah. yeah. So the pride of Charleroi hits it again. I uh, I like this beer. It is more on the clove side than it is on the banana side. If you want to take a look, see, and it's actually very light looking. Mm-hmm. That's pretty clear. It is. It's good though. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it a clock in it, like four and a half. Yeah, four and a half. Yeah. So last week you were drinking the Sobels, and we talked about how that's a good beer, but not a good Hefeweizen. Is this a good Hefeweizen? 
Yes, yes, this okay. is a good Hefeweizen. Uh, the, the, the look doesn't look quite right. Like we talked about, it's a little, little clearer than what I'm used to, but it tastes like a Hefeweizen. Nice. So, yeah, I'm going to drink another one. Good. <laughs> Enjoy it. <laughs> what about you, Steve? What are you, uh, what are you working on? I am into one of my other beers that I picked up from Abjuration. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the Smoothie Style Sour that is peanut butter and jelly flavored. As you can see from the picture, it's surprisingly clear. It is. And it, it's a bit effervescent as well, which is not what I expect from these smoothie styles. I expect, you know, just like sludge and gloop. Yeah, but that, schmutz that, hanging yeah. all over the place. Yeah, but that's not the way Abjuration does theirs. Like they do legit, you know, kettle souring, I believe. Mm-hmm. And... and they- they usually yeah. have a pretty clean looking beer. Yeah, it's pretty clean looking. There is, there is like shit on the bottom, but that's okay. Fine. <laughs> did, did you roll the can first? I did not. Oh, uh, you got to roll the can. <laughs> that's on you. That's, it's not a practice I'm <laughs> like accustomed to. <laughs> you don't, don't want to go through the checklist no. to enjoy a beer? No. <laughs> I, love I, my, I love my West Coasts <laughs> and my Stouts and my Belgians, and none of those have to be rolled. <laughs> No. Open drink. That's yeah. the checklist. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'll tell you what, this beer is, the nose is surprisingly full of peanut butter. Like, yeah, it, yeah it is shockingly peanut buttery. And like, you still get it on the uh, flavor as well. It's interesting that like, anytime you get peanut butter flavor on a beer that it's not a stout, mm-hmm. because uh, hey, we're still talking Hefeweizen's rusty rail. With the Fool's yeah. Gold. Yep. And that yeah. was a very surprising beer and a good one at that. Yeah. I would say this is very similar, although there's there's a lot of tart flavor on this as well. And there's the, of course, the berry, like jelly flavor as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd be a little concerned if it was just a peanut butter sour, but mm-hmm. when you had the jelly get in, getting in there, you know, you get that tartness, you know, assume it's like a raspberry or something like that. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. It gives, yeah, it gives that kind of bridge because the jelly on its own would make sense to be tart, mm-hmm. not peanut butter tart. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it does. Yeah. It does make sense as a composition and you know, I, I like it. I think you would like it more though. Well, I mean, if you got extra ones, Nope. <laughs> damn. <laughs> Check their website. I feel like this one now, both of those sours just went. That, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not surprised. Yeah, both of those sours just went. <laughs> All their sours go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I tell you what, their sour program is probably one of the more underrated ones in the city. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you on that yeah. one. Because I think everybody knows about Crist House. Yes, but like uh, every one I've had from Adjuration has not triggered that. Uh, affecting me that i just want to put it down and like cringe and like <laughs> pucker and it hasn't done that to me so yeah abjuration sours are top <laughs> they, they haven't been put on the bad boy list right 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 so yeah check it out check out the next ones that come out <laughs> but yeah but only check them out after uh, steve and i are able to order some that's right <laughs> please thank you stop getting on the site so quick yes jerks I- and fortunately, you now have more options in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. For yeah, for go breweries. take your business to these other places. <laughs> That's right. 
Well, just really add them to the list. Don't, don't take business away from abjuration. Yeah, don't take business away from abjuration, but go spend your money in these other places first to yeah, give to me time <laughs> to get what I want from abjuration. Just really just spend more money. Right. We got to keep this economy rolling. Exactly. Double your spend. But yeah, <laughs> we're, we're not doing an official news note to meet, but this week we do have two openings in Pittsburgh. Yes. That we, we, should, we would want to talk about, not gloss over them and not forget about them. I'll take the first one in that Trace Brewing is opening up. Yes. Or actually already has opened up. They opened up on Thursday. That was their grand opening. And they're open for carry out. They're asking, try not to pay in cash, but the walk-ups are welcome. And they're open 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. on Friday, if you're listening, as you should. As you should. Yeah, and then 12 to 5 over the weekend. And uh, one thing they did say that, yes, they open at 2, but you don't have to show up at 2. They are open for hours on end. So space it out a little bit. That way you don't have a crowd of 30 people standing on the sidewalk at 155. Yeah. Uh, they'll hold your beer for you. They know what you have. They'll set it aside for you. So if you don't show up till four or five o'clock, that's okay. Yeah, people don't don't this isn't like don't get into those old ways of Black Friday where you have to just be there on the dot. No. Yeah. Get it at they, your leisure. At your yes. leisure. <laughs> <laughs> just be cool. Just be cool. It'll be, be cool. there. <laughs> they they have said that that they will hold it for you. It'll yeah. be okay. Yeah. But uh, there was another one I wanted to touch on a little bit. This is a nano brewery down in the South Hills. So the folks down in the South Hills, they have a new brewery coming their way, Trust Brewing. They're kind of in that uh, area between Baldwin and Mount Pleasant, just off of Route 51. And uh, they are a takeout only brewery. Uh, You are able to walk up, grab your beer, and walk away. They don't have any bar space. They don't have any food or anything like that as part of their facility. Uh, right now they will, yeah, they, they will have food. Yeah. I was going to say they do have food, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, cause I think they're, they're, is, is the food going to open up right now or is that something that's coming down the pike? Maybe yeah, I just read that. Yeah. It's on their menu. They have wood fired pizza. Hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm looking at the menu and they say you can get some multi formaggi or salame picante or ricotta pie. <laughs> But you do have to take it with you. Yeah, it's all yeah, it's all takeaway. Like they, they, I don't know how much this was in the works pre-pandemic, but yeah, they totally planned to just be take it and go. Don't hang around here. And honestly, I think <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're blocking the way. <laughs> I can see that as something that uh, is going to become more and more popular. Honestly. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it definitely has its place, mm-hmm. you know, of just, uh, but again, everything really is predicated on how good the beer is, but yeah, right. it, it seems like they got some good pours going on. Yes. Uh, yeah. Taking a look at their, at their beer menu. There's a couple on there that I definitely want to try. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they got the, a porter, the, they got the a, South Hills. Yeah. And I believe they're doing mostly growler and half growler fills. Mm-hmm. So it's not, uh, so you're not getting crowlers, you're not getting cans. You're, you're loading up on a growler. Right. Right now. Yeah. For now. But yep. yeah. So. yeah. Check them out. They got sweet potato ale. 
That was one of the ones I wanted to take a look at. I'm always willing to try a sweet potato ale because they are so finicky to do. Yes. <laughs> but so, hey, I might have to take a venture down in the South Hills, grab a growler or two, and have myself a Saturday. Yeah. And plus there's a plenty of other places in the South Hills to check out. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Get some get some cans at Hitchhiker, get some growlers at uh get some growlers at Trust, and then go get some crowlers at Mindful. <laughs> And have, yeah, and then you are set for the Steeler game. You get one of every size. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right. Well, I think it's time we move on to our guests. Yes. They're, they're waiting in the wings, waiting for us to talk about what they're up to and ask them questions and interview them. So with that, we're going to start with abjuration <laughs> it's i wonder why you picked this beer G-M-G. now i know why do you wonder i wonder why oh why <laughs> yes we have dave and tom from abjuration i mean we we've had those guys on in the past and mm-hmm. but i feel like we we hadn't had them on in 2020 at no, all and this would have been the first year that we haven't had them on the show yes so but fear well, not I had to course correct. Yes, <laughs> so we, we got, got it the- just in time. Yeah. So enjoy coming to us live from the McKee's Rocks at their home brewery, Abjuration. We're joined by Dave and Tom. Welcome to the show, guys. Glad to be here. What's up, man? Yeah, thanks for coming on. You know, it's It's been a minute, but uh, we figured you know, we went a whole year without having you guys on the show almost. So I thought it was nice to bring you back for our holiday programming, our 2020 12 guests of Christmas. It's hard to go a year without having you guys on. (laughs) Thank you for having us, man. Yeah, for sure. So let's start with a real simple question. What are you guys drinking tonight? So we have a, our dessert stout that uh, is not quite fully carbs, but it will be released this weekend. Uh, It is uh, turtle brownies. So, um, fresh roasted walnuts, uh, caramel, uh, cocoa nibs, and some chocolates in the boil. So, uh, it's pretty good. It's, um, it's good. Uh, it's not quite carbs, so it's always kind of hard to tell, but that, that's what we're drinking. Okay. Right on. I mean, it sounds, it sounds pretty good. You guys are always good for your stouts and dessert stouts, of course. I, uh, I'm actually drinking an abjuration right now. I'm drinking your uh, peanut butter and jelly smoothie style. That's a, yeah, that, that, that was pretty good. That's real interesting how you're able to get all that peanut butter nose on it. We shared well. one of our brewer's cans last night of that. Yeah. I had a small port because I don't normally drink sweeter beers, but uh, it's just so darn good. <laughs> we got lucky. Honestly, man, we got lucky on that one. I mean, we've done peanut butter before, but that, 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 that peanut butter nose is, I was kind of surprised how big it was and it really came through really well. So it jumps. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I, I'm enjoying it. So yeah, I'm into it. We'll see more of those. Yeah. We're definitely going to go right back at that with that. <laughs> right on. Before the end of the cold season hits. I'm actually happy to be able to do some of the more desserty, sweeter beers because of the cold weather and stuff like we wait all year to make 
certain beers because we, we do like play around in season. And we had so many beers for Christmas that we're like, we're jamming them all in on top of each other. And you know, it's, it's, it's almost like the, it couldn't be long enough for us to be able to get everything out. We want to say that, you know, I, I'm just excited for this season whenever it comes around and then spring is coming. Yay. And we're going to do those. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I want to, I don't want to push you guys too much on what you're releasing, but I know December 23rd, you're having a big holiday can jam, in which yeah. you're releasing a lot of your holiday beers. I mean, if you want to give an inside track of what's coming out, go ahead. But I'm not going right push. now. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think we can we can put that out there. So I, I was going to try to get those out a little earlier with what releasing, but it's two of the beers from last year that were our holiday ones. So it's the white chocolate peppermint milkshake. Uh, we're kind of forced to do that one now. People are always asking about it mm-hmm. you know? all, all year long in the tap. <laughs> like, when is it coming? It's like, mad. yeah. People were asking us like in July, like, dude, we're not making a peppermint beer in July. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the other one is, uh, I should keep it secret, but I want to, I'll give you guys, we got the, the butter beers coming back. So oh, damn, I didn't get that last year. So yeah. Yeah. Really trying to, uh, I wasn't happy with it last year. I think a lot of people were like, uh, John was said he was happy with it, but I really think we could have done that one better. So I really wanted to try to do this one again. Um, I, w- I would say we definitely hit a B plus on it, but you know we always want to get the A's. Right, you know? we're the nerds in the corner. If we don't yeah. get the A, we're gonna <laughs> come back for it, or we're gonna make something similar enough so we get an A on that one instead. Uh, you know, just always, always pushing. You know? Yeah, yeah. But at least you guys are always you guys are always honest about that too, though, because you know you keep the canned versions, you keep the versions of your recipes you know, right there on your sleeve, people can see like that you're changing it and you want to improve it every yeah. time. So, yeah. I would, and I would say to speak to that, I, I couldn't be happier with some, with where some of our beers have gotten to this year. It being a, you know, a really problematic year in general, mm-hmm. like, really got some final, like some finishing moves where we know where things are now, instead of like trying to tweak. Now they're sort of in the master mode. And uh, I'm really excited for next year, being able to really show off what we think we've been trying to do uh like the pro mode versions of some of these beers in our, on our system I, I i know i speak for dave here but i, I think even like the, the normal styles of beer that we've been getting overlooked for like the like i think we make a great hoppy beer i've always loved our hoppy beers but now i think we're just we're just so close to being really really inspired with them uh like i love our triple like right now it's too boozy for me to drink too many of them but <laughs> it's just it's just like a proof of concept for what we really wanted to do with our hobbies I, I still haven't got to that one, but I do have it sitting in the fridge, but I'll get to there. <laughs> On the couch only with that guy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll get there. So, you know, you, you mentioned 2020, and the one question we're kind of asking everybody through uh, our holiday programming is, you know, what was the most notable beer or beer moment for you guys this year? And I know that might hit differently since you're brewers. Yeah, um, so I think I'll start. I think we should probably have two. Each one of us should have a separate one. If that's yeah, okay. sure. Yeah, no. All right. So uh, it's tough because like you're saying a moment or a beer, I feel like those should be separate. But uh, I'll start with mine. If I only get one, I would say a moment. And I would say when uh, we did the uh, Fresh Fest DigiFest, uh, we were one of the, um, the spots who was hosting and uh, that was awesome. We, we had a blast. Uh, there were some brewers here. Everybody was safe. But being able to do that here and host it safely 
Uh, we got to talk to a lot of brewers. A lot of brewers were here. Um, that was a really, really cool event. And just overall, Fresh Fest Digifest was very well done. I, I was, I was mm-hmm. really impressed. I didn't know what to think on a digital fest like that. And I thought that it, they did a really good job. Uh, that was definitely one of the highlights for me this year, I would say. Uh, yeah. yeah. If I had to yeah. make a beer, like a beer would be a completely different scenario. But a moment, that, that's definitely my moment this year. Yeah. I, I think Fresh Fest was really great because it was one of the early proofs of concept of like how virtual fests were going to work for this year because you know, it happened a little earlier and like most people weren't ready for that. But yeah, Fresh Fest really came together this year yeah, you know, d- despite everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was like, we all, it was like, they had like a camera crew set up here, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. it was really cool. And they had us live in the back. I don't know if you saw any of our feed, but they kept trying to cut to the back. Like, <laughs> Hey, you guys are live in the back. And we're like back there, like drinking beer. And I'm like, John, go stand up there and act like you're doing something. <laughs> it, was, it was cool. It was fun. It was, it was a pretty fun day in an otherwise pretty boring year. So I would say it was probably uh, even if it hadn't have been forced to be digital content, Fresh Fest, DigiFest was worth having done anyway. Mm-hmm. I really thought, even though it wasn't a, like a like an in person festival, that that was cool. I, I wanted to be more into like actually getting the content than I was able to get. So I, I really thought it was interesting, like all the different brewers and like how people do things. And I, I just thought it was a legitimate. It wasn't just a digital festival instead of a thing. I actually just loved it I, I i i wanted to see more about it and hear more people uh they should keep that component going even though yeah. we will be in person hopefully in the not too far future of next year or you know fall or something or whatever uh that that digifest version of it was really good and uh and, and day and the, the the whole crew were just uh like really awesome everybody was into it yeah it, it'll be interesting to see if like how much of they keep around but like if there's still going to be next year like extra content that you'll be able to access you know like musical performances and things like that is because of how well they did this year yeah I, I, there's been a lot of festivals that were really great this year that we got to be a part of that were digital and uh but that one really it, yeah. it, it hit me in the heart so it was yeah. fun. is is that also your moment of 2020 tom or do you no. have no not my moment of 2020 uh mine's a little it's a kind of you know risky hot take but um, my, my, my moment was, uh, when we got shut down and April, when everybody came out and bought cans, just, just came directly to the, to the, we had the doors up and, uh, I'm looking over at him. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we pretty much cleared off the tap room, uh, because we knew we weren't going to be able to have anybody in and, uh, just the outpouring of support and people that came out just to buy the, the cans that they, beers they already had. Uh, beers just to, 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 to have something in the refrigerator because they didn't know the next time they'd be able to get them. Uh, and I, I got pretty darn emotional uh, week to week as we went through it. And it, there was a point where we didn't think we would even be here in December as a brewery, as an entity. And by the end of April, we were starting to think, okay, we might be able to survive this. And that was, that was, that was my most interesting moment, I guess. I don't know. If, yeah. It was just so, so there, there's a lot of feelings in a lot of different directions about, you know, that and uh if it wasn't like we're we're not here if they're not here is what i've been telling Mm -hmm. a lot of people when they come pick up their cans uh and i 
it, it really got me in the field. And at that point, the tap room was a makeshift canning operation. Yeah. Like, there was a pile of cans up there. <laughs> yeah. shit everywhere. We had cans stacked everywhere yeah. in the tap room. It was a complete disaster here, but we got the job done. Yeah, and it, it, it meant everything when you saw, like, especially your, 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 the customers have been coming here for, at this point, two years plus, and they were still coming out and making sure that they bought a little bit more than they wanted to. And there was a, there was a lot of, like, obnoxious gratuity that really right. helped me personally, you know, through, a, like, you know, a really a tough time. And I, I can't say enough to everybody that really, we're, we're here because of, of, of you, you know, and thank you to anyone who would want to hear it. We really, we care. And, and, you know, this is our dream, but for other people to come in and get involved with it uh, has always been something that's sort of, I've just not been able to really handle. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the other thing to mention is, like, we were only canning, like, maybe once every two or three weeks we were putting out a can before this. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, we have to survive like this. Yeah. And we, we were fortunate. It was stressful be, for, for a little bit there. Like, already into canning mode, a lot of the other smaller breweries still haven't started canning. And I... I we were asked with the one Brewers Guild meeting, uh, you know, how are we doing out here? You know, in, in the mm -hmm. rock. And I, my response was, how are you guys doing? Uh, a lot of these guys have been, and ladies have been out, and uh, they're extended on loans. They, you know, they got bigger systems, bigger headaches, employees, the whole thing. And look, I, I, I really, I'm, I'm, I'm proud that Pittsburgh still has so many breweries left, even now. Yeah. It really means the community came out and supported everybody. And uh, Pittsburgh beer communities can be a little dicey online, but yeah. they put their money where their <laughs> mouth wasn't in a certain way. Yeah, so I, yeah. Nice to see them come out and actually care when it mattered. And so uh, I would say Pittsburgh beer community was was classier than than I thought. So that was I was really proud of them. Yeah, they, uh, those online communities are always the uh, vocal minority, though. So you can't you can't trust that. But yeah, it is good to hear that you guys are you know uh doing you know surviving and doing the best you can in this time and you know as you mentioned well you didn't really mention but you've kind of alluded that just past couple of weeks you guys are celebrating your third anniversary down yeah so yeah congratulations on that as well thank you thank you uh and everybody who came out for that we had uh, really nice remote seating uh we cocktailed everything nobody went to the pos uh, nobody got anywhere near each other that didn't need to it's it was really proof of concept of what we thought safe dining could be during this period. And uh, we can't wait to be able to, you know, show off next year with uh, hopefully go back to doing some more outside stuff. That was actually an unintended consequences of this year that we ended up uh, sort of having to flex out of our normal movie theater and, and get down to the marina and have some fun out there. Uh, it's, it's weird what you're forced to do and yet what gives you those, those wonderful moments back, you know, mm -hmm. that you have gone towards otherwise. So, you know, uh, I, I just wish best for everybody coming up in 2021. Stay strong, stay positive. We will all get through this together. You led right into the next question, though, is what is your wish for 2021? That would probably be mine. Yeah. yeah. Dave, what's yours? My wish? Yeah. That's a loaded question. I don't know. I want to get back on track. You know, I mean, I think everyone wants to get back, but – I just want the brewery to be back on track to where we were. You know, I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know if that's going to happen for a lot of people. I think um, I hope the market's not changed permanently in a way, and a lot of people say that it is. You know, a lot, a lot of breweries are all now, you know, everybody's shipping everywhere. Is, is, is everything different now? I mean, I, I guess it is, you know. Um, 
I guess line lining up for cans. That's all dead. Everything's online. It's kind of sad in a way to see that all go away. I guess for my hope is I hope people come back out. That's what I'm hoping for. Um, I don't know that it's 100% given that that's going to happen, honestly. And mm. Everyone thinks it's going to be the roaring 20s or something again when this all comes down. I, I don't know, man. People are really antisocial now. Yeah. yeah. People camped so, up. You know. So my hope, I guess my hope is that everything just goes back to where we left off. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, in a way, I think a lot of the, uh, like, the canon and delivery and things like that have spoiled people. But I still think there's a strong drive for social stuff. It, just speaking for myself, like, I don't, I haven't been in tap rooms. And that's because, like, I don't have health insurance. I can't even afford to get just sick, like, let alone die from it. But I can't afford to get sick. But, uh, you know, I've been out and I pick up cans and I go home. With that in mind... After I get the vaccine, I'll be out. Yeah. Like I can't, <laughs> I can't well, do it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I'll I'll be out there for you guys, and I I'm sure a lot of other people will be too. Yeah. It's just a matter of like making it safe again. So. Yeah. It's not. It's not so much I'm worried about like what we're going to have here. I know we'll be fine. I just want everything to get back. I think people need to get out and talk to other humans. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I think it's really bad for people to sit on social media and interact with people like in that way in their yeah, yeah. Right. I, I really like i've always thought that the tap room was sort of that that tap room or that bar atmosphere it's really the big pushback against that like get out and like if you have a disagreement with someone talk to them and have a beer and i think we need to get that back so yeah you're also far like less likely to say some of the wilder shit people do but someone will like, pop you in the teeth. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. you, you know, you just simply empathize with somebody, you know, looking them in the face as compared to like whatever dumb avatar they have, you know, as you guys speak to a floating head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the floating head looks like you, though. Right. Yeah. That's very, very representative. Uh, yeah. uh, of course, it could be a flashback from the 90s, but it does, it does seem like you. Uh, I mean, but I would say, would we be, have had such a divisive year? if we were still around each other like we were mm -hmm. in 2019 and that that's a real decent um i guess charge against uh the isolationism we've had to go through is it made us more tribal and, and less likely to 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 reach out to our our, our fellow human yeah. and, uh, and see them as us uh during times of stress survival mode kicks in and we want you know we're all survivors of previous ice ages and pandemics and other you know diseases and whatnot and we will try to survive just as as, as primates you know so you know i could see this oh, nice beer coming okay. um but in that way I, I really think that um it really didn't do any anyone a service uh it was just another thing we had to, to overcome and I, I really hope to uh to be able to, sorry, I'm so distracted by Dave Parker. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so, so I really hope that we can all sort of, sort of get back together in those kumbaya moments in 2021. And I, and I can't wait to uh, hand my, my fellow brothers and sisters a beer and have them smile back at me and uh, not just squint, you know, <laughs> figure out if they're happy or not. <laughs> right. Yeah. Try to use your eyes through the mask to find out if they're happy through their eyes and the mask. <laughs> Yeah, but, I, and I, but I think we really do, uh, we did learn a lot about what we mean to each other and, uh, and how important it really has been for us to keep these connections with our, our best friends and whatnot, even though we couldn't see them in, in person. 
uh, and I hope maybe we can keep that going. You know, there's, there are good things too. Uh, we learn what's really important and uh, what we can do without, and what we can do without the vitriol. Just get back and hug and love and do all that. Yeah, you know, yeah those, those are good thoughts, Tom. Yeah, I'm all you. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going uh, home here. So it's, uh, yeah. I've only missed two Christmases in my life, and one was due to a back injury. And uh, this is the second one, which is just for my safety of my mother who's got COPD. Right. I'm not going to risk her. So, you know, it's uh, it's, a, it's an emotional time for everybody. And, and you know, the this, this spring is coming in the uh, Game of Thrones sort of way. Right. <laughs> yeah, so it, it, both metaphorical and just literal, it, you know, things will come around. All right. Well, now we're moving on to the fun portion of the show where I have a random question generator. And now I'm going to fire a random question to each of you. This one I'm going to give to Tom because I think it fits him pretty well. If you're in a witness protection program, what would your new name be and where would you go? Ooh, that's a wild one. That is literally wild. <laughs> um, one, I'd probably get caught in the first week because I have a big mouth. <laughs> um, yeah. Jeez, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm trying not to say anything too offensive <laughs> that's my natural <laughs> uh, and i guess i would go with uh i don't know uh, we'll go with uh we'll go <laughs> elwood plenty would be my nickname because ah. uh, my grandfather who i love so much was elwood and uh i got plenty of cool things to do when i'm on witness protection because i probably wouldn't have to go to work every day uh, oh, <laughs> so and i would like to live in Let's go with something not too weird. How about uh, Issei, Japan, the cultural center of Japan, where all the 13 Buddhist temples meet the spiritual ley lines of the Shinto religion. I could just chill out there and think deep thoughts for the rest of my life. All right. That's a good question. Elwood, <laughs> <laughs> check out Elwood Plenty in Japan. <laughs> Plenty <soft. laughs> which is Which is very different from Elwood Blues in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, I was trying to go to yeah. Too much. Yeah, yeah. All right, Dave. Your random question is: Who was your first celebrity crush? Oh, I get a different question. Mm -hmm. My first celebrity crush. Um, interesting. Cheryl uh, Teagues was mine. <laughs> uh, I mean, I can think of one. I don't know if she's the first, but the first one that's coming to my mind. I'm going to go with the first one coming in my mind, which is this probably, there's probably another one before that. I'm trying to process in my brain. I'm just going to throw this one out there because it's the one in my brain. I'm going to say Rachel Green from Friends, which is, oh, wow. uh, what's her, what's okay. the actor? Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. She's yeah. well. <laughs> well, when I had a crush on her, she was very young. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can, can, you can carry that crush on. <laughs> I didn't know your wife's maiden name, or I was going to yell that in the corner. <laughs> There's probably definitely one before that, but it's, it's not coming to me. I'm trying to think of which shows. I mean, Kathy Ireland was really early for me, and that. Oh I mean, yeah, Kathy Ireland. Yeah, I mean that's probably about around the same time. You know, that early yeah. '90s. Don't watch out for those Irish girls. <laughs> <laughs> Assuming she's Irish due to the last name, I'm not actually sure. I don't think so. No, no. I think she, <laughs> she's actually. I <laughs> yeah, although I've never heard her speak, so I don't know if it's a hurdy turdy turdy turd. All right, guys. Well, I mean that that pretty much wraps up the questions. Uh, if you guys have anything else you want to plug before we say goodbye for now, yeah, yeah. The only thing I plug is on that Wednesday before Christmas, 
which is the 23rd. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be releasing the beers that morning and then they're available for pickup uh, that day. So uh, at least two beers. There might be another surprise or two in there. It's not likely, but it's possible. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you like our, our milkshake beers, you're going to be a happy person that day. Yes. Otherwise, you know, follow us on Instagram. Get on our we, – we like to tell people this a lot. It's sort of like the secret because we get people who get mad. But like, we don't know when your beers are going to release. If you follow our newsletter, we give you a heads up. Uh, I try to give people two weeks, but it's always normally a week for the time that we, we release them. You can find a link for that on our website, abstrationbring.com. Uh, and, yeah. You know, it, there's, no, there's no ads, no weirdness, just once a week to drop what we're up to. Uh, it's really easy to scroll past it, and uh, we, 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 you know, we're very mindful about your content. Yeah, and, and I would also recommend to follow us on all of the platforms because I don't post the same things all the time on all of them because then there's no reason to follow us on all of them. So I do – I mean – when I post a beer, I normally put it on all of them, but for certain things, I post them a certain way just to make sure that people follow us on all of them. So it kind of yeah. pads our followers a little bit. So, yeah, I mean, follow us. Check us out on the 23rd. Otherwise, get ready because we got lots of sours coming. Um, that, will make, that will make Adam very happy to hear. <laughs> and uh, thanks. We, we love you too. Yep. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Thanks for coming on guys. And, you know, like I said, it it wouldn't feel like a year of hop nation USA without talking to you guys on the show just for a little bit, (laughs) but yeah, you'll probably see me around the 23rd as well as a, yeah, I, I, I have not, I did not get any of the buddy butter beer last year and, and I'm a sucker for peppermint. So yeah, (laughs) I'll see you. I'll definitely be seeing you guys then. Cheers. everybody. Joining us now is constant co-host Kelsey from from her, from her lush holiday villa. As you can see on the video, if I put this up on video, (laughs) I will neither confirm nor deny that that is in beautiful Aspen. Right. (laughs) It is is a tree. Yeah. (laughs) Many lights pre-lit 1000 of them to be exact. Say pre-lit. That's going to be segment two. It's a, it's a real McAllister home Christmas tree. Thank you. It, you're seeing its good side. Um, the other side does not look as great. <laughs> the other side just has two cats chewing on it. <laughs> you know, my cats don't mess with it. They just kind of sit under it and they're like all cute and adorable. And sometimes I see a branch move, but like I even put ornaments down there and they haven't touched them. So mm-hmm. I don't know if they're scared of it or they're just like meh. I'm over it. Non heathen cats. Yeah, I, yeah. I think you made a deal with the devil to be able to have two cats that are not knocking that tree down every three days. I know they're not climbing on it. They're not no ornament casualties this year. They're not chewing on the wires. Like nothing. Her cats were baptized. They know how to behave. <laughs> I can't guarantee that like one won't make an appearance randomly next to me because they're both circling right now. But uh, well, no, that's just general rudeness. But <laughs> for cats, not anti-Christian behavior. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> anyways, Kelsey, what have you brought for us as a drink for this? Hi, I have brought a local favorite, the sofa. Ah. Uh, well, from Couch Brewing, the Mexican yes. style stout. So I was like, 
It kind of reminds me of a Mexican hot chocolate. And I want hot chocolate because it's nice and snowy outside. Like I want to be under a blanket. So I'm like, well, if I have to be drinking something that's not actual hot chocolate spiked with booze, I might as well go for a something that reminds me of a hot chocolate Mexican style in a beer. With the booze already in it. With the booze already in it. <laughs> Makes perfect sense to me. It's a win-win. Put this guy up. Oh, look at that. <laughs> She's got the framing down. She's giving yeah. us... Look at this. That's fantastic. Nice long, tall pour. I'm going to let that sit now. <laughs> yeah, it's going to foam up a bit on you. Yeah, uh, well, while you let that sit for a second, we can just move right into the questions part of the show. We're asking all of our guests of our 12 guests of Christmas. We're asking them all the same two questions, but then we're also giving them a third little random question, something fun. But the first question we have is what is the most notable beer or beer event of 2020 mm. well, for you? You don't have to say for the world, you don't right. speak for everyone. <laughs> Well, I mean, with 2020 being such a weird year in general, um, I think a notable beer moment for me was when kind of all the local breweries started really like diving into canning and that can release and putting stuff out for the people so that they can still enjoy the local craft culture. Um, one beer specifically I was super excited to get was the Oreo Speedwagon from Hitchhiker. <laughs> like being able to get that beer was so great for me because I've tried and tried and tried and like haven't been able to get it and it was like yes this is the year um I also really liked that continental breakfast from grist house that they put out and just like kind of seeing what breweries have been able like to produce in this pandemic time have been it's been like really great to see that you know even though we can't be in a tap room enjoying it together, like we can hit up the can release or hit up the grocery store if it's in, you know, Giant Eagle or like a beer distributor and like still be able to enjoy everything people are putting out. That's a good ass answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you didn't, you didn't have to think of it, Adam. I'm the, we didn't put you on the hot seat. <laughs> you, don't have, you don't have to be jealous of her answer. <laughs> I mean, a little bit of my... There, there, was a, you know, there was a little Tyra stink on that. I just like... Yeah, I thought <laughs> no, no stink. I'll get, I'll give you a no stink guarantee. <laughs> but I will give you the next question. For 2021, aside from the obvious, what are you wishing for? What do you want to see in 2021? It doesn't necessarily just have to be beer. For 2021, aside from the pandemic kind of resolving itself, people getting healthy, people getting better, everything opening up again and being able to see people, like aside from that obvious? Yes. 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 Um, I, I'm just excited to see people again and like be social and be out. Like I am a social creature. I thrive on like big group outings and like going places and traveling and like seeing new places, like going different areas I've never been before and like really experiencing like, I like to experience like local culture when I travel. So like, I'm really looking forward to that and like just being able to get out of here for a little bit. <laughs> um, 
And I just, uh, I am really looking forward to like when we can go to the bar together and like just have a beer. Like um, that's what I want for 2021. <laughs> <laughs> have a beer with everyone. You know what? I, I got one. I got one for Kelsey that I think will really hit home for her. And it, I just thought about it just because I know Kelsey. Kelsey wants to get back to bar trivia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Want to get back to bar trivia. I want to get back to the corner and I want to get back to bar trivia. <laughs> <laughs> Is that too much to ask? <laughs> yeah. So that's, I mean, that's, that's my wish. I want to be able to like, you know, keep the connections going that I've been able to keep going during the pandemic and like keep, you know, forging ahead with those people and, you know, just, See where 21 takes us. Hopefully in a positive COVID-free direction. Hopefully. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, I really related to something you said, Kelsey, in that like when you travel, I haven't been traveling a lot, but uh, I do like to travel as well. But when you do travel, you like to kind of go into the smaller nooks and crannies and like visit the local culture boy oh boy is that the last fucking thing i would want to do right now because you just don't know what is a cesspool or a hot spot but if you're vaccinated i wouldn't give a shit then i will go back into those (laughs) you know backwater places i'll be fine with it hey some of those places have like the best food the best drinks the best people Mm -hmm. and it's like off the beaten path so it's not like all the touristy stops like yes i still want to hit like the tourist highlights like yes i still want to have everything your city has to offer but like give me something a local doesn't know about or like give me something like yelp isn't telling me i should go check out or like isn't on a top 10 list of places i should see in your city like i want to find someone or something off the beaten path that's going to give me like history something new something exciting yeah. I want. Kelsey yeah. again with the fantastic answers. <laughs> no stink. <laughs> All right, Kelsey. Well, let's see how well you handle your random question. All right. Yes. Your random question is what high level job do you think you could lie your way into with no experience and no one would notice? Ooh. Hold on, hold on. Sorry. Kitty cat. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, high level job that I could lie my way into. I think I'd be pretty high up that chain. Like, definitely into a VP level of something. Um, it's all about the spin, it's all about how confident you are and how you phrase things. And, like, if you can get that interviewer on your side in the first couple minutes, like, you're good to go. <laughs> Just so, give them, like, key phrases and like, you know, corporate buzzwords, like do a little bit of your homework beforehand, depending on what industry you're trying to get into. But if you use like all the right buzzwords, like you could easily talk your way into a VP ship, if not higher. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what industry would you aim for? What industry do you think you're currently best suited? Like, Ooh. you know, how, how, you know, where's your vocabulary the biggest at the moment to use those buzz, buzzwords? I mean, I could probably get, I mean, anything. I like to think that I have a good sales personality. So I could easily talk my way into like some sort of high level sales 
positions <laughs> or, you know, I currently work in retail, so maybe a retail position, but you know, I think it really would just, I think I could conform to anything except like accounting or banking because no, thank you. Right. Okay. Yeah, Fair enough. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> or like engineering. Like I couldn't probably talk my way into a high level engineering position. Just It's I'm not hard. Like, I could talk you through it. <laughs> oh, maybe I, <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I kind of feel like you could get your way into a high level uh, position, Kelsey, but you couldn't get like the mid management or the mid level stuff. That's where you have to actually, you know, demonstrate something. <laughs> you have to demonstrate usefulness to get into those jobs. <laughs> management. <laughs> yeah, and anything high level engineering is actually just overseeing nerds. So, like, if you can do that. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah. Can you wrangle these nerds and get them on task? <laughs> so, I feel like I'm being talked about right in front of my own face here. And I don't know how much I like this. <laughs> get off Reddit. Project timeline here. I'm really concerned that you're not going to be approaching the deliverable time. Oh, uh, stop. <laughs> Dunk it on. This is my this is my free time. <laughs> I want to hear this. <laughs> His mom's space be drinking. That we promised to this client that we need to be able to execute on time. Safe space. This is a safe space. Look, it looks like you're coming in a little bit above budget. So we're going to need you to find out where you can trim a little bit. Right. We're going to have words after this, Steve. <laughs> Don't like where this is going. I love Dunkin where this on. is going. <laughs> we're your managers now. Duncan. <laughs> Uh, no more all right i have to change the subject okay anything but what we were talking about i don't care well how about we change the subject to kelsey's beer yes because now she's had time to drink it she's drinking the couch brewery sofa commando i am how do you enjoy it um it's delicious i it has a really nice like spiciness to it but it's not overpowering it's just like it's a little bit of hint. It's like a hint of heat. It's like, oh, hey, I'm here through all this rich stout that you're drinking. Just wanted to let you know that I'm not going anywhere, but I'm also not going to ruin your palate so you don't enjoy this beer. And it's like nice and creamy, chocolatey, obviously super dark because it's stout season. When is it not stout season? Um, yeah, I'm just like really enjoying it. This is... The Sounds like you're, that I've had. you're really vibing on this beer. I am. I am. It might be like that cinnamon, you know, I think, is there habanero in here that I've read? Yes, it is the habanero pepper that they've introduced for that little bit of spicy kick. Yeah. I'm really, I'm just really enjoying it. It's like, just smooth. Yeah. Yeah, it really is one of the best pepper beers. Like mm -hmm. we mentioned it last week. Well, I mentioned it last week. But yeah, it's one of the, it's one of the better pepper beers, and especially one of the better pepper stouts out there. Yeah. Right, couch I've really... done like a whole pepper episode with you guys. Mm -hmm. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> like this is a delicious pepper beer. Yeah, that one's better than a lot of those beers that we had on that episode. <laughs> yeah, many many it's times. It's not a hate ago. beer. Not a yeah, beer. no. Yeah. Was... yeah. All right. Well, let's also come around to what Adam is drinking. What, what is Adam drinking? So I am drinking the 
Hefeweizen by four points. This, uh, this is part of my effort to try to turn the corner to 2021 beers that are a lot more light, more festive, things like that. Instead of, not that I, not obviously I enjoy stouts because I mean, come on, I'm on this show. So I, I love me a good stout, but I'm trying to kind of move away from that a little bit. This is a good beer for that. I like this Heffy. Uh, I, I prefer Hefeweizens that have more of the banana flavor rather than the clove. And this one swings that way just a little bit towards the clove, but it's still a really good beer. I really like it. And I'm glad that I have a four pack of it rather than just a single so I can drink the rest of them later. Smart. So yeah, uh, check plus the four points. I really like this beer. I mean, I appreciate you like trying to start 21 off on like a lighter note, but yes. it's winter and it's stout season still. Oh, don't worry. I still got plenty of stouts in the fridge. <laughs> it, it, we're still kind of in that, in that intermediate time before like Christmas. So yeah. whatever actual stouts he has, he can still pop open Christmas, Christmas Day, Christmas Eve. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and Kwanzaa. He can crush stouts. He can crush stouts through Kwanzaa up to New Year's. So And the real doldrums of winter don't really kick in till like late January, early February. Mm-hmm. The whole month of February. Sevens. The whole month of February. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's when stouts are really gonna earn their keep. Yeah. yeah. And Steve, what are you drinking this evening? I am finishing up the abjuration smoothie-style sour version 1.4, which is the peanut butter and jelly smoothie-style sour. Yes. Uh, Yeah, as I said at the top of the episode, it's got a great peanut butter nose on it, which is crazy, and it is enjoyable. It it got a little too tart for me at the end, but I think... I think this is, you know, definitely something Adam would really enjoy. It's yeah. it's it's like it's 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 an uncrustable that puckers. <laughs> okay. I actually really like the sounds of that. Yeah. It yeah, it's it's good that way. So yeah. I, I like it, but it's still like something that I'd only like one and done with. I wouldn't I wouldn't be crushing these. But it's a fun it's a fun little treat. Yeah, the <laughs> commando might be a one and done tonight. Mm. See, uh, I, I could blast a sixer of those. <laughs> I'm trying to show restraint tonight, so yeah. On a Wednesday, it's, a, it's some of those and like some pulled pork tacos. Mm. I am fucking just crushing that and then shitting myself. But well, welcome I'm having a good time. <laughs> it's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kelsey. Well, thank you for coming on. Thanks uh, for having me, as always, Merry Christmas to both of you. Merry Christmas same to, you. to our listeners. If you have anything to plug, I mean, you're mostly just a guest host on this show, but I don't know, maybe you wrote a book or have a website or a blog now. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> uh, not yet. Maybe in 21, but I am going to plug 412 Food Rescue. Um, I plugged them last time I was on. We did like the big group episode over the summer, but they are just doing incredible things. They're partnering with the downtown partnership right now. They're going to be providing meals from uh, downtown restaurants out to the community through the holiday season. So if you want to get involved, it's super easy to sign up with them. Um, I think my sign up took like 10 minutes, 10 quick little classes, and like it's all on the app. You can go to a rescue whenever you can and it's just really you know providing food and now meals out to the community in the holiday season so um it's just a great 
local organization to get behind. So like check them out. Cool. Hell yeah. Yeah. I, I see a lot of people who are like big supporters of 412 Rescue. So I assume it's a good thing. They're yeah. people I trust like you. And <laughs> I think I, I think Dave Bracey's also shown support for them. So hey, you know what? They helped keep my sanity when I was furloughed from work and I've been able to keep kind of like doing rescues now that I'm back to work and mm-hmm. um, try to find time to do them. And it's just a great way to give back. So right on, right on. Yeah. Oh. That's part of the reason for the season. So yeah, cool. Okay. Well, thanks for coming on, Kelsey. I hope you enjoy your holidays. You look well, both of you. Yes. You as well. And And with that, we're going to take a little break and we'll come back with segment two, part two, part two of four. Oh boy, oh boy. (laughs) I have made this very confusing on myself. You played yourself. Yes. We're going to come back with the second half of part one. There we go. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. First Sip Brew Box is a -a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. Welcome back, Hop Nation. It's part two of Hop Nation's USA's Ho Ho Holidays Extravaganza 12 Guests of Christmas Part 1. <laughs> world record for puns in one sentence is that what you were going for there i'm going for longest most obtuse show show title i'm sure it'll as i get more blasted and uh there's always next week to add on to it as well can't can't, we can't just you know throw it all out there at once can't shoot your wad too early yeah (laughs) oh i'm gonna shoot (laughs) anyways anyways since we're breaking it up into halves like this this week and next week, we're only going to be really reviewing two beers a, a piece, Adam and I. But we're both ready with our beers, and I'm going to go first because I'm pumped about this. I'm actually ready to get into the holiday season with this. I've been waiting for this beer to come out. I got some. I got some Vico Tori Merry yeah. Monkey. And it is fucking rocket juice. (laughs) (laughs) So the Victory Merry Monkey is a 10% Belgian-style ale with the cranberry, the orange peel, the cinnamons, and the nutmegs. So is that basically Victory's version of Mad Elf? That's what I'm hoping. But, yeah, Mad Elf is obviously more of a cherry-based rocket fuel. This is appears to be cranberry and orange-based rocket fuel. (laughs) It'll all get you turned. Yeah. I haven't even drank it yet, but I'm just very, very happy and excited about it. But uh, yeah, smelling it though. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah? Yeah, that's everything I wanted. <laughs> yeah, oh, you can't even taste that it's 10%. This will kill somebody. <laughs> oh, that's good to know. I'll yeah. take notes on that. Yeah, you can't taste that that's 10%. <laughs> that's just fruity and sugar. 
That's all that is. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. That, that, that sounds like something that'll help you get through the holidays. Just oh, get yeah. numb for a couple of days. <laughs> a couple of days. This will time travel you into 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep Ooh. drinking it till you get a vaccine, and then, then you can sober up. Before, before the calendar rolls over, I'm going to 50-50 blend this with Mad Elf, and then you may never see me again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pop up in Montana (laughs) under the name Jack Barstow. (laughs) Adam, what are you you drinking? (laughs) Well, nothing nearly as high octane as what uh, you're drinking. I'm in the holiday mood. (laughs) I'm seeing that. And I I am actually breaking from tradition for the last couple of beers that I've had. I actually have a winter white. I have Hmm. the Snowshoe by North Country. It's uh, a Belgian white. Uh, It's... Very interesting looking. I'll, I'll show you the glass, but it kind of doesn't have much curb appeal just Not in really. terms of the looks. I mean, it tastes good. tastes yeah. fine. I enjoy yeah, that, it. That kind of looked like a homebrew, honestly. It kind of does. Kind of looks like maybe somebody, you know, did something bad with some cider and said, we'll run with it anyways. Yeah. Ugh. But I like the taste of it. It's a good beer. So... I don't care what it looks like. It tastes good, so I'm going to drink it. Okay. Clock's in. Uh, it's not the 10% you have. Mine's only about 4.7, so I can drink this all night, no problem. Right on. This night. Well, joining us as our next guest in the 12 Guests at Christmas is Jason Sircone from the Pod Theory Podcast. And Jason, the weight is on your shoulders now. Uh, do you have a Belgian to go three for three in this line? Fuck no. Damn. <laughs> language. That's not my jam. I don't, I don't drink a lot of Belgians, man. That's not Christmas language. <laughs> well, I didn't get the memo. You just said bring a beer to talk about. I know, but it should. Hey. It, it, was, a, it, it, it was a happy accident. Yeah. <laughs> we just went cherry, cherry, you know, joker on the. I, I was just going to bring eggnog and bourbon to the show, too, but I figured I'd yeah, keep you could do that. Yeah, that's also acceptable. Hey, if you just wanted to pick up one of those uh, like little half pints or half gallons of uh, Maggie's Farm eggnog. Nah, yes. those. Yeah. yeah, I have. Yeah. I've been wanting one of those. <laughs> <laughs> we actually did eggnog in their coffee liqueur this past weekend. It's freaking awesome. Mm. And and actually uh, mixed it with a little bit of bourbon too. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. That was some good shit. Damn. Well, what are you drinking then? <laughs> well, I think about those. <laughs> <laughs> I am keeping it festive with Noblestein's Gnome for the Holidays. This is their brand new release for the first time in 2020 holiday ale brewed with cinnamon, ginger, and orange peel. It's got a little bit of a hint of the uh, classic Great Lakes Christmas ale, which I've consumed a lot over the years. One of the first, that's actually one of the first Christmas sales I think I ever stumbled into was Great Lakes. And then I stumbled into it hard again and again and again and again me me and my friend split a case one night and woke up the next morning going what the fuck is wrong with us like that was that was before we really knew what craft beer would do to you so yeah that was good though but no this is a great beer these guys uh have been doing some really cool stuff they got a great ipa series going right now uh and this again their first stab at this holiday beer and it's exquisite so if you like good holiday beer and you like good puns Gnome for the Holidays is a good beer for you. Well, it sounds like that beer is right up my alley. 
Yes, sir. I think you'd really enjoy this one. Well, I'm going to have to go get some then. Yes, you should. (laughs) I too would like to get down on that. (laughs) Well, Steve, we can always do some beer trading. I can go get some. You can get me some of that Merry Monkey. Yeah. I mean, Merry Monkey's not too hard to find, but yeah. Yeah, I know, but I don't want to go into public. I know a place. I know a place. (laughs) (laughs) No place. All right. Well, Jason, we've brought you here today because you are one of our ghosts of Christmas pasts. Ghosts of podcast pasts, even. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah you're you're on the show a lot but glad i'm good for something yeah it's it's nice to catch up and we're asking everybody the same two questions and then we're giving you a final third random generated question and everybody's getting a different question that way so i can't tell you what it is <laughs> but <laughs> i can ask our first question our first question of the evening for you is what is the most notable beer or beer event of 2020 that's a tough one this year. I'm sure that's how you designed this. Yep. <laughs> I have to say that the one that stands out for me, if you guys, you guys are probably familiar with the Imperial breakfast that Piper's pub normally does. Yes. And so for those listening that don't, and when Piper's is up and running and we're all back to being safe humans again and being out in public every year, Piper's pub. And if they don't do this again, who knows? But anyway, in the past, they would do this really just absolutely ridiculous breakfast on like a Wednesday and the breakfast items were insane. We're talking like a piece of fried chicken in between two donuts. Like Mm. that's one of the entrees. Mm. And then Hart would tap all of the heart. The bartender Piper's well would tap all of these barrel aged beers, just fucking outstanding. So it's a great morning and we'd always start there at like nine thirty, ten in the morning on that day. And then we'd roll over to Fatheads and spend some time there. And it was always a very drunken day. And then we were very depressed and disappointed that it wasn't going to happen this year. So we decided to do our own virtually. And we like, there's probably a good, probably to say about 12 to 15 of us made our own breakfast or ordered breakfast from the pub chip shop and broke open our own barrel aged beers and started around 10 a.m. And wow, I've never experienced (laughs) all the levels of drunk in one day without going to sleep in between. (laughs) Like I I went from sobriety while I was making breakfast to to rocked. But we, we, I I was on there for five hours. I think like three or four of us made it five hours on Zoom, just drinking and bullshit. And it was really fun for the, you know, the fact that, what choice did we have? That was April and things were really right at the heart of the beginning of the pandemic. So we made the most of it. It was a blast. That's, you know, it's as much as I've forgotten about that event, it's still pretty memorable. And it was a good day, not a good evening. Cause like I said, by time evening hit, I was already hung over. I'd gotten past the dry. I think I watched Rocky four, Rocky three and Rocky four. Once we got done, and crushed half of Fiori's pizza and <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> and then uh yeah rolled into Thursday just feeling like shit <laughs> but that's tradition always felt like that after that day so now that that without question that's probably the biggest one to stand out to me I think I, I'd like to give a nod to all the people that have done the virtual events I, I I haven't attended them but I know that everybody's trying as hard as they possibly can to make these events work and and, and come across well in a virtual environment and hopefully we'll get pat you know past that here in 2021 but at the same time i think there is some elements of those events that'll stick around 
So we'll see that, see some of the, the good things that arose from those virtual events come back and stay with us as we go forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's something we talked about with abjuration as well, that, you know, like we think some of those you know, elements of virtual events, especially fresh, fresh fest, mm-hmm. you know, the way they, you can continue to enjoy content even after the festival's over right. is probably something that's going to stick around with these events going forward. I would think too that even and I think we're a long ways away from getting back to any semblance of what a beer festival used to be. But I think once we do get to that point, I, we, we may even see a virtual element to that as well. Mm-hmm. And especially with a lot of the beer fests that are starting to gain national attention and things like that, where people from all over the country want to participate, that right. gives them an avenue without spending hundreds of dollars on a hotel and airplane tickets and all that stuff. Yeah, we've seen beer get shipped. And if people are on the other side of the state or even on the other side of the country, if the beer shipment thing continues to evolve, they can still get their hands on this exclusive beer that's only available for these events and then partake in the virtual side of it. So we'll see how that trend develops. It's pretty cool. I hope. That's a, <laughs> I hope. So that, that'll lead us right into our next question. What is your wish besides the obvious for 2021, what is it that you want to see? With what? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually with, well. No, I, so I, I, when, when you guys sent me that question, I'm like uh, this is pretty open ended. Yeah, exactly. That's the point. Like, it doesn't have to even be a beer thing, but it's just like, what's your wish for 2021? Other than you know, vaccines and that. Give me, give me something better, non-boring than that. <laughs> <laughs> what I would love to see, and, and, and this is one of the things I've missed the most in 2020, and it's, a, it's one of those things that you, it's, you take it for granted and you don't really think about it until it's gone, to quote Cinderella, or to some degree, quote Cinderella, the band, not the princess. Um, I think seeing live music again is what I'm most looking forward to. I, I've had Fozzie tickets getting pushed back for about a year now. Mm. They keep, instead of refunding, I think the $20 ticket, they just, well, now we're <laughs> going to do it here. This has been going on for a year. But them aside, I, I, I think just the, the natural environment that a concert has with all the energy and, of course, the live music, that's hard to replace in any other environment. And it just sucks that we haven't been able to see that or be a part of that. So hopefully we can get back to that in 2021. That's probably, you know, you know, I would say from an activity standpoint uh, on a personal level, I, I actually, as we sit and record today, I actually set my goals for 2021, both per- personally and professionally, the big personal goals, I gotta lose some fucking weight. So I don't think <laughs> beer is going to be a big part of my world in 2021, at least consuming it. I really got to make some cutbacks. So. Well, I, I could tell you as somebody that has started down that path myself, uh, pretty much the only time I drink beer is on the show anymore. Yeah. That's, and that's something that it, it's tough. I've been doing well. I mean, I've I been drinking more whiskey than anything. And mm-hmm. I, I, I'm having odd, odd flashbacks, I think, to the last time I was on this show with you guys and I mentioned that I still that I need to lose some weight. I still do. So I had cut back beer then and I'm still doing that. This beer that I'm having from dancing, or I'm sorry, from uh, Noble Sign tonight, the Gnome for the Holidays, this is one of the first beers I've had in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. And yeah. 
I just I had a few over Thanksgiving, but just trying to cut back as much as I can, just for for health reasons. It kind of helps. Kind of shitty, but yeah. Hey. Well, no, I I know what you're saying. Yeah, you appreciate it more when you do crack one open finally, for sure. Yep, it's, it almost feels like you earned it a little bit more. Indeed. Well, as a person who's trying to get forklift out of his house, <laughs> if you would like to share the beer, like you can go, you can continue to spend local, Jason, and then I'll just take that beer off your hands. That way you don't have to drink it, but you can still support local businesses. One of my other goals is to save money. <laughs> <laughs> my ploy, it's out. been foiled. <laughs> Man, it sounds like you really had it thought out too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jason, are you ready for your random question? Yeah, let's do this. Your random question is, what long shot have you taken that really paid off? What long shot? Yeah. What what long shot? What did you just go all in on that maybe you shouldn't have or people wouldn't advise you to go in on? What did you do and then it had it pay off? Well... I don't know if people would have advised advised against doing a daily podcast, but I know when I was planning my new podcast, Pod Theory, which you can find on all of your podcast apps or wherever you download your favorite podcasts, that I was a little apprehensive about keeping up with a daily schedule. So I kicked it back and forth on whether I should do every other day or just a couple a week or, or, or whatever. And then I just decided if this is going to work, I got to do it every day and I got to stay consistent with it. So I am on my 13th week and it's just funny how things work out and the timing of sitting here today, like for, I don't know what happened. I, I really don't. I'm trying to figure this out. I've been trying to figure it out since this morning. I jumped like 500 downloads overnight. Nice. And I'm like, what the hell did I do? <laughs> this is great. I mean, this is exactly what I wanted to happen, <laughs> but I'm just looking at the numbers trying to figure out what is going on. The only thing I could figure out is maybe I got picked up by some playlist or some, like, I don't know. It's like, cause one specific episode is jumping, but the yeah. point, the point to answer the question was call it a long shot, call it a challenge. I felt like to, to make this work, I I've really got to push all in and, and, and stick to that daily schedule and, and, and be consistent with it. Cause I'm, I'm preaching consistency to my podcast clients, to people that I'm trying to make clients if I'm not consistent on my end, I'm a hypocrite. So I said, let's do this. Let's go all in. And it's, and as of today, I'm seeing it pay off mm -hmm. more than I thought it would. So Merry Christmas to me. <laughs> you got that. He <laughs> got that hop nation bump having me on that round table episode. <laughs> that, that had to be it. It had to be it. Finally. <laughs> it pays we off. Even, we don't. Even so get so that. you want to co-host now? <laughs> no, we don't even get that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jason. Well, it's been fun having you on. Yeah, I thanks would for having say, me, guys. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Thanks for sure. always joining us. Happy holidays to you. I'll give you some time right now. You, are, you already did plug pod theory, but if you want to plug <laughs> any other websites or anything else where people can find you, now would be the time. JasonCircone.com is probably the best place to find everything that I'm into these days with podcasting and marketing, podcast marketing to make it all come together and you can find the podcast that I mentioned before pod theory on there as well, as well as all your favorite podcast apps and Merry Christmas to you guys. Cheers to another good year of great episodes and 
keep up the good work in 2021. And yes. we'll, we'll return that sentiment to you as well. Thank you. Yes. I'll do what I can. <laughs> From one consistent podcast to another. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for coming on, Jason. Certainly. We're going to be moving right ahead with some more guests. So we'll say goodbye to Jason and we'll get them on. And last but not least, joining us on part one of the Hop Nation holiday extravaganza, part two, part one. Hullabaloo. Hullabaloo. <laughs> 12 guests of Christmas. We are joined by Nikki and Eric. For those of you who may or may not remember, because it's been a minute since they've been on the show, and also they are part of the team that runs a little tasting, but a little tasting has not had a great year, unfortunately. <laughs> oh. Unfortunately. But, uh, you know, they, they are also friends of the show, so we wanted to have them on and check in with them and find out what everything is going on. And Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Thanks for, well, thank coming, you for on. coming on. And part of checking in with how everything's going with you is asking, what are you drinking? Uh, we have some other half. Uh, it's called Everything, no, scratch that. Forever Citra is what it's called. We've. Uh, what is that a hat with Simcoe? <laughs> you, would, you would think. From the name, you would think. <laughs> Yeah, I really like Citra hops. It seems to be one I just keep going back to. It's, I'll be like, ooh, what is this one? Oh, 100% Citra? That <laughs> might be why I like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you don't know, other half, they started shipping to a lot of different states. So a beer that we would almost never get now is something we can splurge, get a 12-pack of them shipped right to the door. Arrives two days later. Yeah. Were they, I, I think I saw something about the, I think it was them, but it might have been somebody else. But are they the one that's like shipping to PA and then skipping Maryland and then going right to Virginia as well? They're just kind of like, mean. <laughs> yeah. they, they might be. They definitely have Virginia and PA. Yeah, there's just somebody I saw that had like a shipping, like a uh, shipping range, and they just totally skipped New York and Maryland. <laughs> like they just give both those states the finger. <laughs> Apparently, they hate money. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was wondering, I was wondering if it was them, but I mean, it's it's so hard to keep track of all the breweries that ship everywhere and like you know what restrictions are anymore. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I do know they are popular, so that's cool. It's cool I've that we can them. get them. Yeah, they are not shipping to Maryland, so it was probably them. Yeah, it was DC, <laughs> New York, New Hampshire, PA, Virginia, and Vermont. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was definitely <laughs> other half them because they're also skipping New York. They're like Meh, middle finger, bye. <laughs> not for you guys. <laughs> oh, they have New York. Oh, they do have New York. Yeah, uh, they're out of Brooklyn. Oh, so that's probably why they didn't just put it on the map because they're. People just assume there are they're already there. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. that would probably yeah. be why. But maybe they're not sending it to Elmira. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Buffalo. <laughs> so, oh. welcome to the show. And part of the show for Twelve Guests of Christmas is we're asking everybody the same two questions, and then a random third. 
And because even though you're a duo on the same laptop in the same screen, you're both going to have to answer these questions <laughs> with your own answers. Okay. So the first question of the evening is, what is the, no the most notable beer or beer event of 2020? For you. So I, I kind of have a... It's kind of a combination of the two. So I would say a beer event, and it also kind of links up to the my favorite beer of 2020 is with everything happening. <laughs> of course, um, you can't leave the house, and now we're not in lines or in shares. So one of my favorite events is shipping. And kind of this accessibility of craft beer where... I would never get the other half unless I was in a share or I knew someone from Brooklyn and they could mule me back other half and kind of linked with that. And I know Eric will touch on it more is the new voodoo lotteries where voodoo used to release the wax label, uh, wax tops. And it was like 3 PM come on down. And I would think, well, shit, I'm at work. <laughs> Drive down to Homestead. But now it is a lottery online. And we've been actually winning quite a few, the, the opportunity to spend a lot of money. Right. <laughs> but trying it, I can see the hype. It was, we opened the uh, Irish whiskey barrel next to, I think, a cognac barrel. Oh. They were both so excellent. And oh. so I can see why it's desirable and why people do drive out there at 3 p.m. on random days. <laughs> but I like the new accessibility of craft beer. I'm not stuck drinking just as much as I like hazy little thing. It's not my only thing, my only option now. I can actually order some craft beer and support local businesses and still be safe. And I don't know. So that's kind of a mix of my favorite beer of this year with an event that happened this year. Yeah. yeah I, uh, I, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I like that uh, Voodoo has adopted the PA wine and liquors uh, uh, approach to the high, high <laughs> yeah. ticket items. Yes. So like, <laughs> you can win a lottery to spend money if you want. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, you, you could win this lottery to spend $90. We thought, yep, sign us both up. Two <laughs> chances. To win. Like both sides win in that one. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that leads into my favorite beer of the year. Uh, so we started entering these lotteries for Voodoo, and I don't know if it was because not enough people knew about it that we actually had chances to win. It was never that both of us won. It would be yeah. like she would win the one month and then I would win. So now we had, I think, five different barrel room collections, and we had them, and we didn't know when to open them. So we finally opened them and compared them. And luckily they were really good because we spent so much. Yeah. <laughs> they averaged $25 a bottle and they're just normal size for the most part. Yeah. So the, the barrel aged uh, black magic in Irish whiskey barrels was just 
excellent. It was out of this world. It yeah. was. And it's tough that you just can't buy it again. Yeah. We, so we bought some like random stouts just to try to like scratch that itch. <laughs> 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 that sounds like we have like an addiction. <laughs> later. But so we bought some stouts that we know we like and just not. They are good. The stouts we bought are good, but they just didn't compare. Uh, I so mean, yeah, did you have the the wherewithal to try to sell her one or two of them just to sort of set them aside? Like, we're not going to touch them for a year or anything like that? Yes. So we've only opened two, two different ones, and we have two of each. So my plan is hopefully – like in a year we can have all five that we won because we actually now lost our good luck. We haven't won any <laughs> for the last couple of months, yeah. but in maybe like a year we can open all five, which we would need multiple people because they're all very high ABV. But yes, we do plan to sell her at least probably three of them. Yeah. Hopefully Excellent. save them for uh, when some of this blows over and we can open them with people. Yes. Or, yeah. Otherwise, Eric and I are having a crazy Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that leads me into the second question of what is your wish for 2021? Besides the obvious of everybody being safe and, and things trying to get back to normal, what do you want to get out of 2021? What is your wish? What do you want to see? So I think I have a couple. The first is I would like to see a continued accessibility of craft beer. I think a lot of places are trying out shipping and learning what works for them. For example, other half releases every Monday until they sell out or by Wednesday and then Tired hands just like will randomly drop stuff on days at 11 a.m. So everyone's kind of like dipping their toe into shipping, I think. And I'd like to see that continue. As much as I would love to resume, you know, line shares and meeting others in line, I like that I'm not tied to it now. If I want this crazy beer, I don't need to go out three hours and sometimes even longer in <laughs> advance to try to get it. Um, so kind of that accessibility. I think that also will open up craft beer lovers who maybe, so for example, Eric has a coworker who likes IPAs and we gave him a four points. So then he's looking at his beer distributor for four points. We're trying to explain to him well, they may not have it. You might have to go there. And, you know, he's actually from Belarus, so he's completely confused with us trying to explain this. <laughs> so I think I'd love to see a continued accessibility as much as I want to drink with everyone. I want to still have blind shares, but also I'd like to see better accessibility of craft beer and kind of opening up to more people. And then I'm just excited to see how crazy people can get again. Like I'm looking at sheets, hot dog beer, tired hands, sandwich beers, pickled beers. I haven't liked any of them, but <laughs> keep shooting for the stars. Everyone keeps shooting for the stars. 
somebody's got to hit one eventually. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what? Maybe when they, they release that mustard beer, I'm going to be like, wow, why didn't we do this sooner? That was the flavor <laughs> we were missing. Yeah. <laughs> How could we have been so blind? Like, it's the yeah, piece of the we puzzle. were all like hyped on hazy IPAs, and now we're all hyped on mustard beers. <laughs> Hey, that's a, uh, I don't know, man. I can kind of get into that with the number of mustards that are out in the world. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm excited for better accessibility and just getting creative. I hope when people can collaborate again safely, brew again safely, not like they're not brewing, but I hope, I hope they go crazy. I hope they're out of the drawing board right now. So Nikki made a lot of good points, uh, a lot of ones I agree with. Uh, another one that I'm seeing get more popular is online beer fests, where they send you the beer and you can taste along with the presentation. Seems to be something that's evolved from beer fest culture. So that's kind of fun, because a problem with going to beer fests is... Someone has to drive, or you have to Uber, or you have to get a hotel across the street, or something, some limitations that it's not quite as safe, it's not as comfortable. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just want to, you know, sit around, only dress up the top half of you. That's how we are today, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> and enjoy some fancy things that are explained to you. Mm -hmm. I, I like that because Eric and I live about a half hour from the city. So any beer fest in the city, we now need to factor in at least a $40 Uber ride to get back home. And that might even be each way, depending on like the surcharges. So now we're looking at $50 tickets a piece and like, up to eighty hundred dollars for the ride so we turned down a lot of opportunities in the city because of that so i do like that and i know there's one coming up with sam from dogfish head mm -hmm. that we actually um bought so i'm excited to see what he how he would walk us through a like beer fest beer share type of thing right on I, I i completely agree that i think the virtual aspect of a lot of these beer fests are going to stick around for quite some time yeah it was nice and um we went to the fueled fest uh what was the formal the name? cheers cheersians fest cheersians fest because we have to get to fueled fest too <laughs> <laughs> so we went to the cheersians and it was neat to kind of have these break out, breakaway sections of what you're interested in. And that's kind of unheard of in a, in that kind of the beer festival in person, you can go table to table. Oh, tell me about what you have here where this was more of a structured educational, but still drinking. The one we signed up for is the beer advocate, extreme beer fest cyberspace <laughs> I, I had to look up that name it, it doesn't really roll off the tongue but it's already sold out uh we kind of found out about last minute and then everything's like 
super fancy like one-off things that these breweries made like great notions there mortalis lost abbey dogfish head is sending you up to a 13 year old vintage they don't tell you what it is and different vintages of this barley wine just like neat things like that that you don't find on the shelf so yeah that that one's i mean in its like physical incarnation that one's been around for a while and i think dogfish head's always been a part of it but uh they i think uh the extreme beer fest is where dogfish head brought out that mace beer that they did a couple years ago <laughs> if you remember that one yeah the, the one they did in collaboration with mace they brought out a beer <laughs> so yeah yeah there's always weird shit coming out of that one that, that's one i always wanted to go to like in person so i think it's cool that they're kind of doing a cyber version that they're shipping stuff to you yeah we're we're oh, pretty cool. excited we uh a lot they're split up between two days and we're glad because it's a it's 10 official beers but 11 dogfish had threw in an extra but all of them are like over 10 percent <laughs> i just thought about 16 ounce <laughs> of 11 percent oh. <laughs> I just thought about it being one day and I thought I'm going to have to call off for a whole week. <laughs> but luckily they're spreading it across two days, like three whole hours to do the five beers each day. So I think they're being smart and I'm going to have a lot of water that day. <laughs> Gallon jugs. All right. Are you two ready for your randomized questions? Yes. And you're each getting a different question. So if you need, I, I can give you both your questions. So if one of you needs time to think, but uh, Nikki, your question is, and I, I want to ask you this because you never seem to have uh, any of these, but Nikki, who or what is your nemesis? You don't, you don't seem to have any, you know, negative things to ever say. So like, I, I want to get to the bottom of that. <laughs> Beer wise or just Anything, just anything just anything who what or what is, is your nemesis okay i do need to think about that yeah and so okay so while you think eric Sorry. your your question is what was the worst purchase you've ever made oh <laughs> <laughs> so again it could be beer like maybe you just bought a really shitty beer or <laughs> you know, maybe you won a lottery for a beer that you thought was going to be good <laughs> <laughs> or maybe oh, you just bought a shitty bike off the internet who knows i don't know yeah that's a good question for you that's a good question for me and that's a good question <laughs> I, I buy a lot of stupid stuff all the time he so does. it's hard to narrow he it does. down <laughs> <laughs> he oh, bought man. like three month old expired um hummus the oh, other yeah. day <laughs> recently what uh, I, I was eating this it's like name brand Sabra hummus. Sorry, Sabra, in advance of this party. <laughs> you can still sponsor Hop Nation. <laughs> I got the, the pine nut flavor. I'm like, I don't know if I like pine nuts. Let's try this. So, so I got it, and I, I ate probably half of it. And I, I told myself, you know what? Pine nuts are for me. This is like really bitter, tastes strange. I stopped eating it. So like a week later, I look at the container in the fridge and my eyes catch that it expired three months ago. I bought it two weeks ago. Ooh. <laughs> so oh. maybe, 
I might still like pine nuts, but I don't like expired hummus. So, right. uh, in, the, in like the last month, that's the worst thing I've purchased. <laughs> not buy again. <laughs> oh, that was so gross. <laughs> yeah, that one's going to be tough to beat. Yeah, at least there's still hope for pine nuts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, my nemesis Beer wise, probably. I don't know. I'm just not like a pilsner. Like, oh yeah, fuck pilsners. Like, <laughs> we. Oh, we, all right. We, we opened the other one the other day, and I was like, oh no, it makes me think of like, like old like '90s cookouts with like nothing against my dad and his friends but like they just like smell like that <laughs> smell like pilsner and like you know sneaking sips before you're 21 which i didn't do but <laughs> i heard it was yeah, yeah me neither totally didn't do that <laughs> so beer ones, my nemesis would probably be pilsners there's an overlapping Venn diagram of boomers, stale bread, and pilsners. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that, yeah, that's the smell. My dad and his friends would just, just waft all around them. Um, and then otherwise, my nemesis that isn't beer-related, um, I, mean, I don't know. I'm pretty lax. Right now, uh, my nemesis is, like, Facebook. Just, like, bad memes on Facebook. (laughs) If you're listening and you follow me on Facebook, then you'll see I, like, deleted everything because I'm I'm bouncing. I'm bouncing. You can find me on Instagram. (laughs) Facebook's my nemesis right now. Just, like, ants putting, like... Copy and paste this or Facebook's going to steal all your photos. <laughs> use it for whatever they want. And you're like, no. Like, first off, you already gave them permission. <laughs> and then, like, just minion memes of, like, they're just, if there's a minion, it's a bad meme. Period. Don't share it. Yes. Don't share it if it's a minion yes. on a meme. So, like, Facebook's my nemesis right now. It's just, it's a, it's a garbage fire. <laughs> So. Min- minion memes, minion memes are the Looney Tunes T-shirts of this generation. Yes, it's and it's like oh wow, nothing, yeah, holy crap, nothing makes sense on it. It'll be like it'll be like a minion that's like silly and has glasses, and it's like don't get me mad or I'm crazy, and you're like what? <laughs> this is the minion. <laughs> And then the comments on that minion meme are got to be the craziest thing you've ever heard. It's like ten years ago YouTube comment, like level <laughs> comments. Yeah. Oh. Back when you didn't have to have your name on YouTube, like, <laughs> use your aim screen name. Yeah. yeah. Oh, now you're completely dating yourself. Yeah. Kids, if you're listening, which you shouldn't be, aim was how we talk to each other without using our mouths. That's a good way to put it. That's where you would put angsty lyrics. That's yeah. right. Back in the day, we used to have anon- anonymity and yeah. angsty lyrics. <laughs> All right. Well, 
let's come back to the beers everybody's drinking and we can start with Nikki and Eric. You guys are drinking in the other half. How's it going? It's good. It's good. I do like Citra also. We just brewed beer with Tom. I will say safely before <laughs> cases got worse in Pittsburgh. We met up with Tom this summer to brew an I Voted beer, which Tired Hands released the recipe, encouraged breweries to make an I Voted beer for November 3rd. So it was a double dry hop, uh, double dry hopped IPA. So we split a base and then of course we added a bunch of citra to ours. (laughs) We actually, again, before the cases got worse, switched with Tom and realized that they taste exactly the same. <laughs> Even though he used a couple different hops, we realized that we pretty much picked the same. Yeah, hops. if you go to a beer, uh, a homebrew store, and you pick every hop that says fruity or juicy or... <laughs> <laughs> we got all of that <laughs> and split them up between two different beers and they taste the same. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So, so I like Citra right now as well. So this was actually, we ordered a 24 pack from Other Half, which had five different beers. And this is our favorite. Six. Six different Six beers. Seven. And this is our favorite. So that's why we saved it for today. Nice. One of them's a Pilsner or a lager. It's, <laughs> yes. It's that'll, so gross. That'll be the last one. <laughs> Adam, how are you coming along? I'm doing pretty good. The, uh, the North Country Winter White. Uh, their snowshoe is the official name of it, if you're interested. Very appropriate for today. I thought so. I thought so. Uh, but it's, it's a good beer. I honestly, it's been a bit of a bit of, uh, stretch of time since I've had a good wit beer. I like this beer. Like I said earlier, it's not the best looking beer. It is kind of oh, yeah, yeah, a little weird looking, but that's okay. It's a beer. You don't have to look at it for it to taste good. Yeah. And, right. If you yeah. kept it in the can, you would have never noticed. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so all I did was dirty a glass, and that's all right. But no, I like the beer. I like what North Country's doing. I like the sour series that they've been coming out with. I'm looking forward to them uh, continuing on that. So, yeah, all in all, not too shabby. You recommended the sour series last time we were on. Yes. And every time we see it, we buy it, and every time we've been impressed. They've been good. Thanks. Yes. Patrick's Pub, shout out in Moon Township, where tastings will eventually take place again. <laughs> they, they usually get four packs of the Sour Series. Oh, cool. I did not know that. That is good information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, a, it's always weird, like, because that, that takeaway cooler is always up to, like, Sean's whim. So. <laughs> yes, I was there the other day. I had to pick up some stuff from him, and he had all the... Um, Toppling Goliath. Damn. Oh. I was very impressed. Oh. All this Toppling Goliath, and he had Logyard Imperial Pumpkin, and I bought something else. I can't remember. But I was very impressed with his takeaway. This was probably a month or, month or so ago, month, maybe two months ago that I was there, but I was very impressed. Yeah. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I've, I can't I've, wait I've, to go back there, have a beer and a Reuben. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know I know I've seen like gems in there like anytime I look at it it's just always very much like his whim of what he wants to put in there though so it definitely is <laughs> yeah 
All right. And I, myself, I was drinking the Merry Monkey by Victory, getting into the holiday season. Boy, oh boy. Oh, yeah, it's great. It's it's 10% rocket juice. Like I was saying, this year? yeah, it's, I believe this is new for this year. It's uh, just a review because Nikki and Eric weren't here, but it is a Belgian with cranberry, orange peel, cinnamon, and nutmeg. So in some ways, it's you know kind of meant to compete with the Chogues Bad Elf, but obviously it's not cherry-based the way Mad Elf is. Mm-hmm. It's its own fruity, refreshing flavors. And I said at the top of the segment that like you didn't really notice that it was 10%. Like the more it warmed up and towards the end of the drinking experience, I could definitely tell I was drinking rocket fuel. (laughs) It's still like, it's still fruity and spicy. And I totally suggest getting this one. Nice. Aside from Prima pills, I've never had anything bad from victory. Going back to Pilsner. A nemesis. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's not victory's fault that's just because all pilsners are bad <laughs> yes i'd be curious to try that side by side with matt elf now so yeah. i'll have to be on the lookout for one yeah uh you can get singles at jr's for sure Ooh, and then, i love jr's yeah <laughs> i i think what we realized is we don't like the distributor that's closest to us yeah that's like, that's our that one fucking yeah. sucks i already said that like two episodes ago we won't say the name yeah no i didn't say the name but i said where they were and they need to get their fucking shit together i've had it with them <laughs> a place so big have the worst selection it's the worst selection nothing's labeled there's no yeah, rhyme or reason to wait yeah. yeah nothing has a price on it there's yeah. like a couple cases you know have been there for years because you recognize that you've looked it up on the <laughs> you're like, oh, that's the same box. It has the same tear on the side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we, even though that is two minutes from our house, we will drive out to JR's. Yeah. And Have you guys been to Creekside yet? I, well, I met you there. Oh, yeah, that's right. You, yeah, that's, that's right. That's actually the only time on Bourbon County Day we actually contemplated going out to Creekside. I would say I have should. not, but I follow them on Instagram, and it looks like I should. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I mean, it, they're they're like since the time I met you out there, Nikki. Their selection has gotten even more impressive since then. So, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. they're local. It's a small place, but that local section, I'm very impressed by it. It is the tops. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like. Going from JR's, which I I love JR's, love oh, yeah. JR's, but their local can be a little lacking. That is a, I want to find this more crazy beer that might be there. But when I went to Creekside for being like a quarter of the size of JR's, that local section was just beautiful. Your yes. international listeners must be so bored. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are these? Yeah, just. <laughs> I like to think that they're currently booking plane tickets yeah. to get over here, so they now, can go to now. Nobody's coming themselves. here. Nobody's coming yeah. here. That's why it's okay to talk about local right now. <laughs> nobody's coming here. They don't want us there, and they're not coming here. <laughs> But they, I think some of them could still get victory. So, yeah, <laughs> maybe. But uh, all right, Nikki and Eric, I mean, you mentioned already that hopefully a little tasting comes back. 
uh, sooner than later. Uh, I obviously you can't put a timetable on that, but if you have anything else that you would like to plug or promote or anything else to get out there, if you're homebrewing some mead that you just want people to know that you're doing and make people jealous with that, go ahead. <laughs> no, I, we have ingredients to make mead, but mm-hmm. next month is January. So we're doing dry January. Yeah. So we don't drink in January. So we're not going to brew right now. We're trying to chisel away at our beer fridge. So I'm not tempted. Well, Godspeed but, on that. <laughs> in regards to the tasting, as you said, there is no time frame right now. It's not safe for me to carry around a pitcher and pour you beers. Trust me, you don't want me to. So um, hopefully soon. So hopefully mid-2021 would be ideal. Hopefully we can have a big summer, not a big, a reasonable, because we still want to a reasonable summer return. But it would be perfect time because the patio would be open up again. So Right. So if you want to follow us, we're a little beer tasting group. Uh, We're on Facebook and Instagram, and we have a website where you can get information right now it's lacking information i should be posting my shipments again i did for a while but then i fell off even though i get a shipment of beer like every week but uh you can follow us there and you would know as soon as tastings return right on awesome and if you want to follow us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA and that'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher. We're on all of them. We're everywhere. If you're on any of those platforms, leave a five-star review because... We are a six-guest star show, but they only let us use five. <laughs> No, no, we had all six this <laughs> this week. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just gonna put a we'll we'll put a big blur over over Jason's face. Okay, <laughs> and just put him in the witness protection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yes, thanks to all of our guests coming on tonight, but also thanks to Nikki and Eric. Yeah, glad you could join us, and hope thanks you guys have a happy and safe holiday. Here. Yes, good talking with you again. It's been too long. We'll eventually get back to tastings and hopefully we can do the voodoo bottle share and we'll pay you guys $15. <laughs> yes, we'll have to do like a big fire. Shout out to Tom at Tom's house. <laughs> big fire and open some nice stouts when it's safe. To- yeah. Yes. It'll be a beautiful thing. <laughs> but yep, that's it for this first half of the Hop Nation holiday programming, part one done, six guests down, six guests to come on. Who will they be? Find out next week. <laughs>